0: Welcome to the Kung Fu Mama Show! Okay, so today, we have a very, very, very awesome guests today, and they are also part of our very own uh, birth class, uh, our birth class family now, I feel. Um, so all of our kids are almost two years old. Um, here, Lauren and Skye, they have a um, 21-month-old baby, so just three months um, younger than Kali which is amazing, and so they are a same-sex couple, and Lauren here is a recent graduate, MBA graduate. They've been in Taiwan for 11 years, and then Sky here is an educator here in Taiwan, and he's also a drag king. Um, And we're gonna talk today about their journeys as a same-sex couple here in Taiwan. And yeah, so tell us a bit about why you're in Taiwan, and what, what have you guys been doing here?
1: All right, well... That uh, one's your fault. Yeah, it is, absolutely. I'm the reason why we're here. Uh, when I was going to university, I was studying to become an English educator, uh, second language specifically, and mm-hmm. uh, when they said, okay, the chances of you getting a job uh, in Canada are not particularly good unless you've got really, really good grades, or unless you already have experience. So I was like, well, eventually I want to be teaching back in Canada, so how do I get experience? They said, go west! really, really West. I'm on the West coast of Canada. So go to Asia. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, so I was like, well, okay, I will, I'll go to Asia. So I thought I've got five years of Japanese under my belt. I'll go to Japan. And, um, that was the, the working plan for a while until, Uh, I got a Taiwanese language exchange partner Mm -hmm. who uh, told me all about Taiwan. She showed me pictures. She told me about the food. Pictures of food. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that was one of the big ones. And the scenery as well, because this country is bloody breathtaking. And uh, eventually I was like, well, I do want to learn Chinese, but I don't really want to go to China. So Taiwan? Well, it was 11 years ago. China was...
2: much farther off the radar of normal places, like kind of standard places where you would go and teach. At the time, our choices were really Japan, Taiwan, and Korea. Because those were the three countries that were kind of pushing the hardest for English teachers to come over and
1: teach. Yeah. um, Particularly cram school-style teaching. Mm -hmm. And Japan was too expensive, and Korea doesn't exactly have a great track record for LGBT issues. Plus, we
2: didn't speak Korean, and neither one of us was particularly interested in learning Korean at the time. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So we decided, well, why not Taiwan? So, yeah. that's Wonderful. Here.
0: So how is that working out for you? Um, how, now that you're here, How now that
1: you're here, are you so glad that you chose Taiwan? Oh, my goodness, yes. I, I mean, it's,
2: it's been almost 11 years, so yeah. we definitely <laughs> still like it. Um,
1: yeah. We thought we were only going to come for maybe one or two years. My mom keeps saying it's the longest two years she's ever experienced. Because <laughs> we just haven't gone back. Like, we've been back, been back to visit, but we haven't... Uh, even really thought about moving back,
2: at yeah, least no. not
1: really, not yet. We got really close, and then COVID. Yeah, we, yeah. We were
2: thinking very seriously about moving back right. um, after I finished my MBA in right. the spring of, or the summer of 2020, and we had firm plans in place, like I was sorting through things in the house, we were drinking down the liquor cabinet, <laughs> like, like we were making plans into what we were going to do, and then COVID.
0: Right, right. So, I think that changed a lot of people's plans. Yeah. yeah. And I'm but, actually
2: kind of pleased in the long run that we decided to stay because mm-hmm. it's, I, it was heartbreaking the idea of going back. We just yeah. wanted to have Moira be around family. That was the biggest reason, was to have her be around my, my parents, your mom, yeah. our siblings, her great grandparent. Yeah. yeah. The one she has left. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. But then I guess because you guys can't really travel and it's not exactly safe and it's not exactly, it's, it's a bit divided at the moment, <laughs> yeah. and
1: I suppose a bit dangerous. We'd be going back to the States, too, probably. Yeah, I'm yeah.
2: American. guy's um, Canadian, yes. but I'm
1: American, so we'd have to pick between those two as well. And, and when Moira's American, it's probably safer. Well, I don't even know anymore.
2: <laughs> one of the biggest yeah. reasons we were going to go back to the States was that I would probably have a, an easier chance getting of a getting a job that would pay enough for yeah. us to deal with the transition of one of us getting um, – landed immigration in the other country because it takes a while and neither one of us actually has that yet sky has no green card and i don't have residency for canada
0: right 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 that's also another issue
2: one month before we moved to taiwan so we didn't bother with visas there
0: right right but then here you're all set up already and you've been here
2: yeah yeah we have permanent residency here and open work permits and we have those in our own right. Neither one of us got it through the other person. Yeah, so we're cool So whenever we decide to leave Taiwan, if we decide to leave leave Taiwan, Taiwan. we'll have to deal with the visa issue of all of that because Mm -hmm. we've just never bothered with it because it hasn't been necessary. And neither country really wants to help you process that unless you're planning on moving there. So, you know, you don't really do it out of country and say, someday we'll move to Canada. Can I get, like, whatever the Canadian green card... Permanent residency is, can I get that now and just, like, maybe use it someday? They <laughs> right. Won't, they won't do that.
0: So maybe, actually, we could talk a bit about, um, well, what about Mora? Uh, so she's a Taiwanese citizen. No. She's Taiwan not a Ta- does not
1: no. give citizenship just if you're born here. It actually, okay. you have to have at least one Taiwanese parent in order to get Taiwanese citizenship.
0: Okay. So, so that's complicated. So she's been born here. So, yeah. Um, as a same-sex couple, how do you guys deal with the the paperwork situation for that?
1: We got really lucky. <laughs> the doctor that we went through um, had had a lesbian couple come to them. Before. Important point. Moira was born about a month before
2: marriage. Was any legalized. kind of same-sex relationships were recognized in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Oh, So wow. she actually was born so at the cusp. just before just that before, happened. Yeah. It was that month. So I don't know what's happened in the meantime since then. But I know that before that, technically, we weren't supposed to have a birth certificate with both of us on it.
1: Because mm-hmm. we weren't legally married. In Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, even though, okay.
2: But the... But the clinic that we went through stated that their policy was that if you have a legal marriage in a country that recognizes that marriage and you have a marriage certificate, they would put you both on that certificate, on the birth certificate, because that would be important going back to that country. To show that, you're, that right. you that that this was the, the parents right. at the uh-huh. time, so our clinic was willing to have us both on that birth certificate so long as we brought in our marriage certificate. Yeah, which is the only reason why Sky is able to be on Moira's report of birth abroad, consular report of birth abroad document, which is essentially the American document that stands. Uh, in place of a birth certificate yeah. for the United States. It states that she is a okay. legal she wasn't born American. In the states. Yeah.
0: Okay, right, right. So then, but in her Taiwan birth certificate, mm-hmm. she is still... Oh, in her Taiwan birth certificate, she's a U.S. citizen.
2: It, she's not anything. Birth certificates don't state your nationality. They oh, okay. just state that you're born.
0: Okay, so it just states <laughs> that you're born, and yep. then you have to go to the U.S. consulate to say, oh, okay, yeah. she was yeah. born.
2: Yeah. yeah, so we went to the American <laughs> Institute. So we had to go to the American Institute to do the American piece of it. Right. We had to go to Taiwanese immigration to, do the, her, to get her visa for Taiwan. She needs an ARC. Because she yeah. needs her ARC. Right. We had to go to the Canadian trade office to do the Canadian piece of it.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's and so complicated. The, the Taiwanese one
2: <laughs> the Taiwanese one, had to be done within 30 days of her birth. Okay. Um, the American one didn't have to be done as quickly, but she was born in May, and I was doing a study exchange starting the end of August in Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to get that done promptly like split, so yeah. that we could get a passport so she could leave the country and come back.
0: Oh, my gosh. So we had to have so... all of that paperwork done complicated for
2: august but actually because i had to get her danish visa so i had to get it done as soon as possible and she had to have a passport so that i could apply for a danish visa for her (laughs) so that we could go to denmark
0: (laughs) oh my gosh that's so complicated complicated. but um in terms of having your paperwork if you were just oh you well you just missed the cusp Mm -hmm. so for other couples that had that experience so would there be a way that they can get both
2: parents on the birth certificate i don't know what the new laws are and how they're doing that um but now
0: now it should be fine because you were already at the cusp of
2: that in theory yes but i've not actually looked into how they're doing things like births and such and the Mm -hmm. creation
1: of same-sex families I see. Because one thing that is uh, to be noted is that um, I still, I don't think still that you're able to do, actually, I don't know.
2: I as far as I know, adoption is sure. still not legal. No, adoption definitely is Yeah, you legal. can't. That's not even a So same-sex
1: adoption is not legal in Taiwan. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. That was one thing that was like a stipulation. It's like, fine, we'll give you marriage, but you can't adopt children. Yeah. Still very conservative that way, which makes it Um, very difficult if
2: you are a same-sex couple, especially a same-sex a male couple, because you can't carry your own children. So you either have to have, so basically you have to find a a, A surrogate, a surrogate, Mm -hmm. because you can't adopt.
1: Now my other question is if I don't remember, you might know this better than I do. If you are a same-sex couple and you are married. Technically, you're married, so therefore you have the right to artificial insemination. <laughs> but do they do that for same-sex couples? I don't know the... yet. Okay. I know that
2: they... So when... So we, we can talk about this. I know we're going to talk about how Moira was conceived. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I mean,
0: I'd, yeah, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear about, um, you know, how, how Moira was conceived. I'm sure a lot of people have this question.
2: So I'm really type A. Um, okay. I'm Type per- A, not type, type A. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: that too. Type, type a, that yeah. too.
0: Blood type or type A as in like... I mean like, both.
2: Type A personality. Personality. Yeah. Okay,
0: type A. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs>
2: um, my blood type is A pause, and I get an A plus in paperwork. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm a very type A kind of personality, uh, which in, is why yeah. all of her paperwork did get done in time and smoothly and... I died of stress Post-term. that month.
0: <laughs> right, right. So, so for non non type A, um, same sex couples, they might not be as lucky as you guys to so get all um, your stuff done before you have to go. Lots do your research and know what and you have to do before,
2: yeah. long before you need to do it. Um,
0: but you guys were married in Canada. Yeah, we yeah we've
2: been married. We got married a month before we came to Taiwan. So we got married in Canada. So we had a legal marriage certificate. Back in 2010.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So that's been been a long time. Then. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been a little while. <laughs> okay, okay, great. But then that that same-sex marriage um, certificate was never recognized in Taiwan until the month after Laura yeah. was yeah It also said, wasn't right.
2: recognized in the States when we were married.
0: That's oh, why we're okay. married in Canada. Yeah. Okay, right, well, right, Well, that right.
2: and your family's in Canada. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But it wasn't an option for us. We couldn't be married in the United States. hmm Because it was... We had another two, three years, something like that, before it actually went through the Supreme Court. It went some through. Like it that, went through yeah. some of the
1: states, but it hadn't gone through the Supreme Court mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, I remember California got it like the month that we arrived. Yeah, but the rest of the country didn't follow for another two or three years. Yeah, it was a big, a big wait. Right. Yeah,
2: <laughs> right. Um, so when we were looking at how you know we decided that we wanted to have a kid, and we were looking at what the options were, and um, we were trying to figure out. How to go about doing that? Mm-hmm. The one of the avenues that I went down was trying to see whether I could be artificially inseminated here in Taiwan, mm-hmm. because that would make things very easy, easy. comparatively yeah. speaking. Yeah.
0: And the medical is great. Yeah,
2: yeah the medical system yeah, right. is great. Yeah. We have we have health insurance, and I got in touch with a with a group here that specifically worked with foreigners coming to Taiwan. Um, I think because again, good medical and not as expensive. And they responded to me that essentially the Taiwanese law was that the only way you can go through any kind of artificial insemination is if you're married. And at the time, we weren't considered married, so they right. did not work with same-sex couples because they couldn't legally. Flat out. Okay. And that just closed the door on that. That was not an option for us here.
0: Wow. Okay.
2: So we... Oh, so that wasn't a choice. Um, mm-hmm. And when... We decided that okay what we were going to do instead was to go back to Canada because we had a 2 month um, a, a, a 2 month vacation in Canada or uh, that we could take in Canada at because right. we because I was a teacher at the time as well mm-hmm. yeah so we could do that instead teacher/student slash um I got in touch with the Canadian health authorities there um again a, right. an insemination A type Go to the, go to, yeah, no, go all, to the all, all the emails. So many emails. Um, <laughs> I got in, I got in touch with a uh, with a, a fertility clinic there, and they said, "Well, the only way that we can work with you is if a you are being inseminated by your partner, so okay. you're using your partner's sperm, or okay. b you have." Uh, you're being inseminated by a legal donor An in anonymous Canada. Anonymous legal donor. Okay, it doesn't have to be anonymous. No? It just had to be a legal donor, okay. somebody who was actually registered as a sperm donor in Canada. Right. And How would
0: that work if you're inseminated by your partner? If, so, if, so, so that would...
2: wouldn't be necessary because because they would collect a sample on site. So they okay. would take a sample from your partner on site. So if like you were a, if you were, um, if you're a heterosexual couple and you're just having oh, like IVF only or something done, be
0: for a heterosexual couple. Yeah,
2: in that case. Yeah. Or okay, if yeah. you were going to use a donor,
0: uh, okay, and you were going right. to, it
2: has to be a legal donor in Canada. Right, right, right. Okay. So you, those were the only two options, and okay. our donor was neither of those.
0: Oh, so you have you actually handpicked somebody. Yes.
1: Yes, we were lucky enough that when we approached him, my brother said yes. So oh. my brother is the donor. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. But yeah. he
0: does he have to go through like legal paperwork to get that all like how does that work? We
1: after Moira was born, um, we ended up uh, having a bunch of paperwork uh, done it by a lawyer to completely exonerate him of all rights and responsibilities toward Moira. Um oh. So like it's his sperm. Absolutely, she shares his DNA. Um, which is really nice for me because the two of us look very similar. So one day, you know, she's probably going to have my features as well, which makes me very happy. That's
0: so interesting. Yeah.
1: Um, but not your eyes, which was surprising. Yeah, we were shocked that she didn't get my eyes. They're like, (laughs) they run hard in my family, but apparently so do hers. So, um, but, uh, um, yeah. So after he said yes, and after, um, we go through the thing that we're going to talk about here, uh, we did have paperwork done up because, um, we wanted to keep both sides of that. Completely safe and everything on the table, nothing right. left in the air at all that could potentially cause conflict later on in life. It oh. meant that both
2: they couldn't—he's he, married—that that they couldn't try to state claims to her, but also that we couldn't, if something happened, just dump her on them or ask right. one way or the other. Yeah, it right. was—it we're very much of the uh, of the approach legally that you should always be in a position so that if somebody has some kind of. Uh, horrible brain trauma, and it completely changes them. Rewrites a piece of your personality right. that the other person is essentially safe from yeah. that. You know. Right. M- I have friends who've had horrible brain trauma. And it has not rewritten their personalities. But it's always a possibility that something happens. Yeah, just right? in case. In in yeah. all, I'd much yeah. rather have an in-case beforehand rather than have to respond to something you never
1: took into account.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, cover all the bases. Yeah, For exactly,
1: sure. yeah. And For then sure. we don't have to worry about anything about that later on. There won't mm-hmm. be any kind of like built-up... Um, like built up stress in the yeah. background it doesn't ruin our relationships with them so yeah and it was always the way that we were in our
2: marriage as well mm-hmm. we have we have separate banking accounts just for that reason mm-hmm. we've always been of the person of the opinion that the other person should have at least you know 3 to 6 months of personal funds and the ability to get themselves back to north america on the off chance that something happened you should just have always, ex- you should like, just yeah, have contingency to that, place. that, place. To that contingency much place. liquid funds uh-huh. personally that the I other see. person has no control over mm. right Right,
0: I see. So <laughs> it's not romantic, <laughs> but but you have to cover all your bases. Yeah. You got to make sure everything is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Anything, yep. anything, God forbid, were to happen. Exactly. All and the then paperwork's you don't have to worry there about it anymore. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> oh my gosh. So is so that's there actually even in Canada where same sex marriage has been around for since two thousand three. Mm. There's only two options.
1: Yeah, so if you, yeah, same-sex, like, <laughs> well, same-sex con- conception, uh, if you do it through a doctor, it, like, it's it's really expensive to be queer. Just yeah. flat out. It's really expensive to be queer. There's all these extra, yeah. like, costs and things that come along with... Uh, well, if you want to be a queer parent. Certainly. Certainly. <laughs> um, yeah, so we ended up going a different route on that one. We decided to go straight up cheapo DIY. <laughs> so Moira was conceived in my
2: mother-in-law's bedroom um (laughs) with my 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 brother-in-law uh handed sky a jam jar (laughs) of of sample um and sky was like thank you and closed the door (laughs) and he left (laughs) and he left and this happened three times in four days Oh my gosh! Mm -hmm. So I mean, you guys are actually quite lucky. Yeah, very type A. I
0: tracked everything for months because I knew I had
1: two shots at this. It involves luck, but it also involves the concept that Lauren had taken her basal uh, body temperature for six months prior to this. So I had been watching her period very, very closely. Oh, just for years though. I do that in general. Still, regardless, this doesn't take away from the type A. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like so, everything was incredibly closely monitored. She had researched. It, like, every single little detail. How many times, how far apart. And like, I, I tracked my ovulation for three months
2: before yep. this happened so that yep. I knew when to expect my ovulation and what that would look like. Mm-hmm. And then we got there and I ovulated a week early, which... <laughs> So we so we actually missed our first shot. We had two shots. Yeah. And the first time we got there and and I don't know and it shouldn't We're have been still the tried, stress of but. travel because it was a couple of weeks after we gotten there. Like I essentially got to Canada approximately when I had my period. My and my mind I is like a week totally blown right now. <laughs> it's like you And we had all these plans. And I had to do like. all of this sudden math and be like, "Wait, wait, wait." So this is happening now, that's when that should happen, I have to rewrite when we're visiting my family and, like, shift that entire trip a week earlier because we have to be in Canada for this (laughs) week, probably.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So I know this is going to be, like, a bit personal, but I I really want to know. So, like, is, is there something, how would you actually be able to, like, how
2: would you receive the sperm? Like, does it have what to? What was like, the delivery method? To, like, <laughs> no, no, okay. shoot. Okay, no. Something. So I'm actually really know. proud of this. I'm actually really proud of this because I was. Vi- I did a lot of research and a lot of looking around to see we what we did. I was a couple of different
1: methods. <laughs> no,
2: we did one method once because it was
1: terrible. <laughs> Oh, that's true. We did
2: it once. So so the so the month when I ovulated early and it was like the the end of my ovulation, I'm like, let's go ahead and try anyways, just maybe. And we all knew this wasn't gonna work. Yeah. But we tried it out anyway. Um it was like a
1: trial run. Right.
2: <laughs> um so we did have one of the suggestions, which is um a kind of large mouth syringe, and you essentially put the sperm in a syringe and then you insert that. Um, oh. you just inject it effectively. Okay. Um so this is not what's called IUI, which is intrauterine um, inge- uh, insemination, because I did not want to deal with that, because you have to actually get up through and into the uterus, and that just freaked me out. Um, yeah. And people that do do that at home. Really Yeah, invasive. people definitely do do that at home, um, but I really didn't want to do that. So this is not that deep. Mm-hmm. Um so we did that and it was terrible and it was a mess and it was Un- not and weird
1: and it was just all kinds of, of not working very well it was awkward so, enough. at the beginning we didn't need to add extra layers of awkward
2: so the, yeah so
1: the other suggestion
2: <laughs> so the other suggestion on how to do this is mm-hmm. to get what's called a cervical cap um which people use for their periods yeah and you can get and it's kind of like um uh it's kind of like a menstrual cup except that instead of being cup shaped it's like a flat cap that's a little bit it's got a little bit extra um material in it so it's uh, a a very shallow cup Um, and it sits much higher inside up against the uterus okay so it's actually so the i've I've used menstrual cups for ever 15 years something like that oh wow so so a long time so i was very comfortable with the idea of like shoving something up in myself and hanging out um (laughs) that wasn't a worry uh but this definitely fit differently it doesn't f- sit quite as low down um but is it like longer or it's still like it's a, a cone? totally different shape it's not okay. a cone at all
0: uh, it's okay. a totally different
2: shape it's like an oval shape
0: Oh, um, okay
2: so it's, it's kind really of shallow. and it and it's sh- and it's shallow but it, okay but for being so shallow because it is so much bigger around it it's still like holds this a lot. it actually holds more liquid. Oh, okay so oh, it's really? like about
0: yeah. two, two or three inches Long. Long? No, yeah. it's not.
2: No, 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 no. Less it's less a good t- two
0: inches long. Two inches. It's a good wait, wait, two inches long. Wait, wait. We're talking about the oh. pink
2: one, yeah. Which, long, which direction not is long? deep? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not well, deep. oval, right? Oval. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, it's about two inches in from from one end of the oval to the other. Oh. Um, and then okay. the bottom part is very, very soft. I um, see. It's not firm at all, like a menstrual cup would be. Oh. Okay. Um, so they have them that are disposable, and then there are some companies that have started making ones that are reusable as menstrual products. Um these are all meant to be menstrual products. So
0: this is totally DIY. Like you guys totally DIY. Thought about why don't I just try to use this as my sperm donor. There are
2: some people who have used men- menstrual cups before mm-hmm. and this just sounded like it would make a lot more sense because it would sit higher up against my uterus which mm-hmm. was the goal anyway. Right. Um and it sounded a lot more comfortable for a point of time when I'm not you hours know. and hours to even find
0: oh, oh, this yeah. give me any credit. this oh, yeah. kind of a, you know, tool.
2: Mm-hmm. That it. it's a really comfortable menstrual cup. <laughs> and it's real comfy. I, I suggest this thing all the time because I used it as a menstrual cup uh, once because then I got pregnant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then right, and then right. afterward, it didn't sit the same way. <laughs> right. So it actually doesn't, it doesn't sit in my body the same oh way. My gosh. And After actually giving birth, it. it didn't do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <that's
0: laughs> that true. Is, actually, so that is so funny. But it was comfy. Okay. so funny. But it was
2: very comfortable. I really like it. Um, but yeah, so that was our, that was our delivery method was to essentially just put the sperm in the bottom of that and insert that up against my uterus and then i wore it for like eight hours oh
0: okay it, it, you just wore it for eight hours yeah. and then and then like a week later you're i wore it for eight positive. hours
2: three times and the day before the the day we flew back to taiwan was the day that i took a pregnancy test because was that was, what, 11, 11 days out yeah, or something, yeah. whatever so it, it was. it still would have been
0: early, but... So you guys actually only had a two-week window to get this
2: done, right? Did you say we, you guys... We were back for two months. Oh, for two months, But because the okay. first one was... Oh,
1: uh, yeah, it didn't work. It didn't
2: work because I ovulated so early. Right.
1: Um, we did. We had, like, maybe yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Uh, oh, I. Was so it,
2: it was a really short time period. It was real yeah, close. We had one shot, and... <laughs> I had, like, all of my math figured out. I was like, it should be this, 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 this. It should be these days, this time. We want, like, a 36-hour gap between... Right. Because that's about how long you need for things to actually, like, refresh properly. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> like... So, like, when I knew I was getting close to my ovulation, I'm, like, sending messages to right. to my brother-in-law. My sister's like, okay, so this is what I need from you. Can you come this time, this time, this time? Are, are, <laughs> this, are these available times for you? Can
1: you do this? And Luckily, my brother's self-employed, so it was a lot easier. <laughs> oh, okay. That's that's amazing. It was actually really funny. The, the morning that... Lauren like took an ovulation test and it turned out positive. Uh, we messaged my brother and we're like, You can, can you come, it's starting. He's like, I'll be there at 11.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Really I mean, nice. that's they were great. I mean, yeah. he's, he's all gun ho over you guys, yes, and that's yes. that's amazing the support that you guys have. So, tell us, tell us, what is a favorite thing about Maura's conception? So, my Morris, favorite story yeah.
2: about that is that the night that we are absolutely convinced was the night that I actually conceived her. Um, the next morning the downstairs neighbor, because my mother-in-law lives in an apartment building, um, the the downstairs neighbors came up and said, I'm so sorry if things were noisy last night, if you heard anything. My mother-in-law's like, what, no, everything's fine. They're like, oh yeah, no, my wife had her baby in the living room last night, they had a home (laughs) birth. And so the night that we conceived Moira, the downstairs neighbors were having a baby. And to top it all off, they named their baby Felix, which in Latin means lucky.
1: Wow, mm-hmm. that's so cute. Yeah, it was really neat. So oh, I thought of it lucky. as like, like this little well, sign. You know,
2: downstairs neighbor is like a little lucky charm for us. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: <laughs>
0: Prepared. <laughs> so little helmet girl ghost? <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Anyways. Anyways on her face.
0: um, yeah, I think that's. I mean, we just. I just learned so much today. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. And, uh, yeah, we've got to hang out more often. Those two just are like, love each other. And Absolutely. It's cool. yeah. so. a great time. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yay. All right. Thank you. Thank okay. You. That's all we have for today. Make sure you follow us on IG and Facebook and, uh, comment, like, share, tell us what you think. And, um, Yeah. See y'all next week.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Okay. All right, now for the kids segment. All right, girls, come on. (laughs) Get up. We've got your interview. (laughs)